All right, let's move on to Group D. Group D is England, Croatia, Czech Republic, and Scotland. So England is favored, minus 245. Croatia, the World Cup runner-ups, they are plus 350. Czech Republic, plus 1,200 to win the group. And Scotland is the biggest underdogs at plus 1,900. Um, England is speaking from an American perspective. They are, are they tend to be our favorite European team because you know we used to be England. They speak English. They're most like us. I like Tottenham. They have our striker at least for now. Um, they have England. Uh, England is uh, an extremely exciting team. I mean, um, many many people think many experts think that they're going to win the World Cup, and that's pretty amazing because they have the youngest squad. In the whole tournament, uh, I mean the 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 this generation that they have now, it's is just incredible. Um, I mean, look at uh, I mean, okay, we talked about Harry Kane, and he's not he's not young, right? He's actually going to be probably the captain of the team, him he's, or or Harry Maguire. Twenty six. He's like twenty seven, but it's an old twenty seven. Okay, maybe uh, isn't he like twenty eight or something? Whatever. So in, in any case. Uh, so he, he's he's old compared to the rest. Okay. We have uh, very exciting players uh, like Jadon Sancho, uh, who's a who's a winger. Uh, you have Declan Rice, who was probably the best defensive midfielder in uh, in uh, the league, uh, the Premier League. Uh, he plays for West Ham. You have um, uh, Phil Foden, who had his uh, breakout season like 18, th- th- this right? year. Uh, yeah, I think he's like 19, 18-year-old but, striker uh, for yeah. Man City. Is a winger, winger, yeah. Okay. You have you have the the best player for the the Champions League uh, winners, uh, Mason Mount, who uh, who's uh, w- was one of the best players in the league, uh, midfielder for uh, who who he's gonna play next to his uh, childhood best friend Declan Rice, and okay. those two they 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 play you know football every day. Every every day that there's not the game or there's not the training, they meet up and like play football together in the evening. And they actually got criticized during you know uh, when when COVID uh, spun out of control last spring. Uh, they were caught you know on camera playing football together uh, during a lockdown. <laughs> so so they uh, they're I think them playing next to each other is going to be very interesting to see. And 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 they've been doing it very well so far. My only question mark is is their uh, uh, goalie. Uh, I don't think Jordan Pickford Pickford is is very good, um, but he's been quite good in general uh, in in the national team. Uh, so uh, and he was very good in the World Cup. Uh, he's, he's a backup. Uh, he's a backup for his club, right? He plays for Man City. Yeah, but he's he's not really. I mean, he's actually their first first goalie, but he he was benched a couple of games. For for my my boy my boy, uh, uh, my boy uh, uh, Robin Olsen, Swedish uh, Swedish uh, goalie. Okay. Um, but uh, and what's amazing about England is that if you look at the right back position, they have yeah. they have f- probably maybe the maybe the four best right backs in the world <laughs> for right. one position. Yeah. They have a, they have a Trent Alexander Arnold. Who who was probably the best right back in the world uh, one and a half year ago, and he's and he is uh, you know twenty two. You have uh, Reese James, my boy Reese James, who's uh, uh, who's um, was amazing for Chelsea this year, potentially going to be a starter, or it's or uh, the starter will be Kyle Walker, who 
was starting every game basically for Manchester City. And then you have Kieran Trippier, who was amazing in in um, uh, in, in Atletico Madrid. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a big fan of him. Well, I will say one thing about right backs to, for, uh, to to the American fans that are listening to this that don't know much about this. Think of right backs as you're, you're watching an NHL game, the offensive defenseman. So when you're on a power play and in, in defense or like you're in the zone and the defense are, are, can, are kind of controlled how the offense starts, the, that's what a right back and a left back is. They're further back and their primary responsibility is defense but they are also pivotal in the offense because they control what happens in the game when you're attacking down the flank down the sideline which is usually where you have to attack to get deep and not get off sides and things like that but that's also one of the most interesting things that i've heard about this england team is that it seems like they are overloaded in talent on the the fullbacks on the left back and the right back position and they have they have more players than they can deal with i mean you said trent alexander arnold he was liverpool's right back and liverpool was like the best team ever last year and he's not going to make the team because he got hurt but it looks like he wasn't going to make the team even healthy and it was really controversial and that's crazy but then the center backs the primarily defensive players they, they seem to be kind of weakened and then you say they have a weak goalie that could be, I mean, they, they're, they're talented in all the positions, but then they have deficiencies in the most defensive positions. And that could be a, an issue in a tournament like this in the Euros where defense is most important and attacking is way harder. I think, uh, I think Trent uh, is, he got picked. Uh, to, he, got hurt. He, he, he got hurt when? yesterday, like a couple he, days yes. ago. Oh, I, I, I missed that. Okay. Well, that's great for my boy, Reese, Reese James. <laughs> So no, I I I I still think yeah they they don't have the strongest defense, but they have probably strongest midfield and the strongest uh, offense. So I they have an amazing team, and you know one game I'm really looking forward to is England Scotland. That's going to be a great great game. Uh, you know you know that England and Scotland those are two teams that really hate each other, right? Right. Uh, I mean Scotland. You, 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 you Americans all kind of know this uh, uh, dynamics, I guess. With uh, you know, well, Scotland know the, want, the wanting Brexit to leave the stuff, union. They were they were upset about it. There's a lot of politics stuff going on. And then like in the history, England took they owned Scotland. Like they, I, I've seen that movie Braveheart with Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, uh, I mean Scotland. They actually a lot of people now want to leave the the, the union, right? They want to leave uh, uh, UK, uh, and that could be that could be you know they could become the newest country in the world in a couple of years. So, but this this is a hate game, and this is going to be hard, and there's going to be there's going to be you know fighting on the pitch. There, and I, I potentially, if you want to bet on the red card, this game could have a red card. Okay. Um, and and you know I can see Scotland, who is the weakest team in this group. Potentially upsetting uh, England and and you know uh, uh, even winning that game against England, who is the strongest team on the group. It, it, that's going to be that extremely happens, That happens in the last Euro. England was upset by Iceland, who we found out was pretty good. They qualified for the World Cup, but Iceland beat England in the last Euro, and it was this big national embarrassment for England. Everyone around the world was making fun of them. And you think there's a potential for that to happen again with Scotland in this big hate game? Yeah, yeah. No, so, um, yeah, I mean, they don't have a lot of good play- players at all. 
I mean, they have Tierney, uh, who's who's pretty good for Arsenal. And of course, I, I need to, uh, as as a Chelsea lover, I need to also uh, mention Billy Gilmore, who's uh, probably their future, right? He's a 20-year-old. 20, 20 what positions, uh, what positions are, are Tierney and so, Billy yeah, Gilmore? Uh, so, uh, so Tierney is, uh, is of, often plays wingback. Okay. Uh, but, he, but he can be a midfielder also, uh, and, and he can be a defender. So he's quite versatile. Um, and uh, and Billy Gilmore is a, is a central midfielder who's who's kind of controlling the pitch. Uh, he's not going to be a starter. He's too young, but uh, he could he could uh, do do a substitution and and really upset uh, uh, up, upset uh, the, the team. And we talked about the importance of sub- good substitutions, right? Okay. Um, and then I think another interesting team in this group is uh, Cro- uh, Croatia. They, uh, I mean, their their golden generation is almost retiring now. Second place in, in World Cup. Second place in the World France. Cup. Uh, so that was that was three years ago. Now they are three years older. Uh, Ivan Persic, he is, uh, you know, uh, he's quite old. He's thirty three, I think. Perisic is uh, the guy who scored in the final. He scored that really long goal and then went to the camera and pointed at his thighs. Like most athletes point to their forearms or their biceps when, when they're showing really strong. He pointed to his thigh. I thought that was super cool. He's very strong, yeah. lower body strength. And he's a, so he's a winger uh, and, and plays for uh, Inter Milan. Uh, of, of course, you have you know th- their midfield. Uh, midfield is very interesting. You have Luka Modric, who uh, you know maybe not anymore. Uh, maybe not anymore, but he was the the, the best, uh, one of the best players in the world. Uh, you know, one or two seasons ago. And then you have Matteo Kovacic, who's uh, who's been doing it very well in Chelsea. Um, and then I need to really uh, one of my favorite players in the world uh, is uh, uh, Domagoj Vida. Do you remember him? I don't. Uh, so, so he's uh, he's is this kind of asshole player defender. Uh, he's uh, he like uh, uh, likes to do dirty tackles and stuff like that. And uh, in the World Cup in Russia th- three years ago, he in an interview he said, uh, you know, uh, I, this game I played for my my boys in in Crimea, <laughs> and that that was a pretty big deal, and a lot of people got pretty angry, but. He's this pretty outspoken oh, yeah. dude who's is who's is pretty fun to watch. And he, he, if you Google a picture of him, he, he looks pretty funny. Um, he, he used to have quite long hair. Um, I'm gonna find a picture of him. Uh, he, 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 he has quite Domagoi Vida. Uh, so, but he has long hair. Uh, looks a little bit like a ghost in his face. Okay. Pretty ugly. He's a pretty ugly guy, but uh, yeah. That could be good. That could be good in sports. Yeah, uh, no, but but so so, so so this is a fun team. Uh, the only problem is that uh, you know I, I see potentially you know, Croatia not not going through to the next round. They have been do they haven't been doing it well last couple of games, last couple of years, and their their best players are quite old now. So potentially, if you want to you know bet do a surprise bet, that could be Croatia. You know not not proceeding to the next round okay so who would who would take their spot in the in second place assuming that it's second place um it would be either czech republic or scotland czech republic would be slight favorites here czech republic is plus 200 to get top two and scotland is plus 310 
Uh, I would I would bet with Scotland, uh, not because they, they 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 definitely have the worst team, but I think they are you know this is the first time they are in the Euros for I think thirty years or something like that, and okay. they're going to be super energized, uh, especially in the game against England. Okay, but the Czech Republic. The do these teams? I have a question about Scotland. So these teams uh, that are, are typically the worst teams, do they get like more practice time together? since the other players are more focused on club or is it all the same like these these are all pros i know in, nah. in like olympic basketball that was a big deal like lithuania or other the non-usa teams they practice more together they have more chemistry and uh, it, it's an advantage that some shitty teams can have that can kind of equalize against the more talented teams in some situations if the if the talented teams aren't playing up to their level yeah. I know. I know. I, I don't think that that applies here. I mean, okay. uh, I mean, most of the players in Scotland play in the Scottish league, and the Scottish league, you know, finishes its season at the same time as the Premier League, right? So, okay. I don't. I don't see any advantage in that. I think it's more about being very energized and uh, and you know, really being um, really you know fighting fighting for uh, to to do something good on the pitch, right? Um. I mean, I think Czech Republic, they have an interesting team. Uh, one of the best players in the Premier League last season, Tomas Suchek, uh, plays for uh, midfielder for West Ham. Um, he's good, but otherwise, and then there's another, you know, defender for West Ham called uh, Shufal. Um, but in general, I don't see Czech Republic having a great team, potentially. They're on the same level as Scotland. So okay. if if you want to do an upset bet, if you want to have something with with pretty good odds, I, I could see Scotland, you know, taking the, the the second place in the group. Okay. All right. Um, uh, but but I mean the favorites the favorites should the favorites should still be Croatia to take the second spot. But yeah, the bro of the group again. I don't know if I'm following the rules here or not, if I'm breaking the rules, uh, but. It's going to be a player who was not picked uh, for the England squad. Uh, England squad. Um, he's uh, he's a pretty fun fun player to watch. He's a pretty interesting player. It's uh, Jamie Vardy. Okay. You know the story about. Yeah, do you know? Do you know? He's do you know bro. his story? Yeah, I know his story, but you tell it. He's a bro king. He's a bro king. Yeah. I'm surprised so, he's not so, on the team. So he, he's uh, he's uh, this uh, 34-year-old uh, uh, striker who for, for Leicester. Who, for, won, for for Leicester, the, yeah, won the trophy yeah, yeah. for them. Exactly. I mean, his story is, is quite awesome. When he was twenty three, he signed his his he signed his first professional contract with Leicester, two thousand twelve. Um, and I mean, you know, most of the England squad we talked about, they're they're below twenty three, and they have you know signed their professional contracts when they were sixteen. So Jamie Vardy signed signed his first professional contract when he was 23, and the next and and, and Leicester weren't even in the Premier League; they were in the Championship. And the next season, uh, they got promoted to, to the Premier League. Uh, two years later, they won the Premier League, and and you all, we already talked about that a bit. That was uh, you know uh, the craziest uh, craziest upset uh, you know probably ever, uh, probably in any any football yeah. league to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that year he was the king of the league, uh, and uh, and he was the king of the league many you know seasons after that also scored so many goals, and 
in his uh, early 20s of the of, of of the of his career so before he signed his professional contract he played in his local pub team um and uh that that time he he actually made his money by working on the production line of a, a medical uh splints factory uh while playing for this local pub team um so basically his game days were something like this he would wake up super hungover get ready for the game uh, you know go to the game score a bunch of goals then he would like down a bun a couple of pints in the pub and get fucking hammered again right hell yeah um and um uh, there was actually some incident uh, uh some incident a couple of years before he signed uh, that contract with Leicester where he uh, uh, smashed a guy's face uh, in, in a bar and totally fucked him up. Uh, he actually got some sort of, you know, uh, sentence for that. Uh, I think he managed to stay out of prison, but he had to check in with some sort of parole officer. Uh, I don't know if it was on a daily basis or, or a weekly basis or whatever, but there are some stories about him, you know, play, when he was playing for Fleetwood Town, uh, when he, uh, when there was an away game, uh, and at the same time, he had to check in with at the police station. His parents had to drive him uh, to the game. He he could you know only play the first sixty minutes, and then he had to get substituted. So he, and then he would like right from the pitch, he would like run to his mom's car, and then they would drive directly to that police station so he could do that check in. <laughs> that's that's um, incredible. Yeah, and that's crazy. and uh, and you know. Um, I, I, you know, you, you know. I guess bros will be bros. In 2015, uh, uh, this was already when when he was uh, a big deal for Leicester. Um, when he played, uh, uh, he, he was already a Premier League player. The Sun published a video of him uh, calling an Asian guy a Jap, uh, and like screaming like "fucking Jap" uh, to this guy. And the, the guy was probably not even a Jap. He was like Vietnamese or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a pretty big deal for some reason. I mean, uh, right. Well, didn't a bunch of the right before that Leicester incredible title winning season, they there was like three or four players that got kicked off the team because they filmed a video in Thailand because the owners are Thai. They filmed a video yeah. of Thailand saying racist stuff about Thai people. Yeah, I think they peed on a hook, they like peed on hookers or something like that. Uh, and I, and actually there was this I don't remember the name of the guy who was the manager then but it was actually his son who yeah, was on the team yeah and then and then they had to hire that Greek dude because of it and it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to the team yeah Carlo uh, no um, Claudio Ranieri yeah, yeah. I think he's Italian never mind but in any case Jamie Vardy last 10 years uh, since he signed that professional contract has been one of the most lethal strikers in the Premier League uh, and he's been doing that, performing like that, uh, while taking his occasional smoke uh, before and after games, and you know Unreal. drowning, downing Red Bulls before before the games. <laughs> Unreal. So he's he's a very interesting player. Um, can you give me the bet, uh, the, the odds on uh, Scotland beating England? I want to see if I want to place a bet on that. So England's this is a three-way money line. So uh England is minus 305 to win. The draw is plus 425 and Scotland is plus 850. So Ooh. it would take like $12 to win $100 if you bet on Scotland. 
Oh, that's an exciting bet. I I'm I'm probably gonna place a bet on that. I I love that bet. Lottery that's gonna ticket. be great. It it's it's a lottery ticket. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, England should win, but eight time eight times the money. That that's 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 not bad. I because I I think it could happen. Yeah, and it happened last time. It happened in the last Euro with the Iceland. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and another thing I would, for people who like to put place, you know, specific bets, uh, Harry Kane scoring more than five goals, so five more than five point five goals for the whole tournament, that could be a pretty interesting bet. He's he's if England are gonna win the gold, he he ha- he will be the king of the Euros. And I guess guess uh, Stephen, that that's a bet you might be interested in placing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he his uh, for I mean, it's just for the group stage, but he's over his line is over two point five minus one thirty nine. So there's a bit of juice on that, but I mean, he's going to take the penalties for England. So I'm sure they'll get one or two in the group stage. It'll be interesting, but he's not a he's playing he's dropping deep a lot more. He's more of a passing attacker than he is a, a striking attacker now. Although he did he led the Premier League in both goals and assists this year. So I mean, I guess he I guess he does score a lot, but yeah, he's he's his over under is two point five goals um, for the golden boot for the top goal scorer. He is the odds on favorite, but it's still. Uh, underdog odds he's plus 650 to win the golden boot mm. i mean i think I like, uh, that I like could be a pretty good there, bet. But... yeah i guess mbappe well, we'll get to I, mean, that I, mean, I mean it's harry kane or mbappe i mean it's one of those no yeah yeah mbappe is is plus 10,000 or plus 1,000 10 to 1 odds yeah all right okay cool. so lottery ticket odds on on scotland um bet on Harry Kane to score goals and Jamie Vardy surprisingly not on the team but he is definitely the bro of the group he has a yeah. broken guy two more groups to go let's get to group E a very interesting one for you and then the next one will be <laughs> 